Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek, a sixth generation shaman and best-selling author of Spirit Hacking, bridges the gap between science and spirituality and brings us back to our roots. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders, to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. The time has come to end codependency and put the power back into people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. What is the shaman school? No. You're not going to be studying to pursue a career in shamanism or to bang a drum. The definition of shamanism is one who understands relationship. The shaman school offering reminds you how to have a better relationship with things and how to nurture these relationships, whether it be with yourself, the food you eat, the people you meet, your ancestry, community, the global community, animals, nature, and so forth. My goal is to demystify spirituality, to add a bit of science and understanding of how things operate in the energetic planes. The Shaman School's no-nonsense teaching explores all faculties of experience, from the physical, the emotional range, the mental capacity for information, dialogue, lexicon, energy, perception, awareness, how to understand the energy of currency, and so much more. Fundamental education teaches the basics that we need in society. How to read, write, add, subtract, pay our bills, or how to become doctors, artists, mechanics, etc. But the Shaman School is a school that we all should have been a part of. One that offers the additional tools needed to better understand who we are, why we think the way we do, what's going on behind the scenes, and what we are actually seeing and processing. Are you living well? Are you paying bills just to keep the roof over your head? Are you in a relationship but not fulfilled? Satisfaction cannot be lowered anymore by the inability to recognize possibility. Living well means fulfilling your ideas and your goals and your dreams and having the best time doing it. In the Shaman School, I've extracted the best from all of the world philosophies, religions, spiritual teachings, and theories, offering a juice without pulp that will empower your life. The Shaman School invites you to a world where you're able to seize the tools of understanding, where you're able to have fun and have more because you deserve more. Go to shamandurek.com and click on The Shaman School for the first step toward ultimate happiness and an understanding of your truest self. Let's make things easier and not harder for our life. We deserve that. See you soon. Hey Tribe, so the Tribe wants to hear from you, and I know a lot of you are talented out there in music and poetry and recipes and ideas and just, you know, things that you want to share with the Tribe. You can send that information to info at shamandurek.com and share your gifts with the Tribe. Love you all and stay lit. Hey Tribe, we're going to take a short break to hear from one of our amazing sponsors who is Lit Verified. The Lit Verified store is open. But what does Lit Verified mean? Lit Verified is an acknowledgement and stamp of approval by the tribe. I have tried each of these products and they are the best. 
Lit Verified products vary from beauty, technology, clothing, food, health, and wellness, and anything that is ethically sourced, organic, maintained, and sustainable. Not every product offered to the team passes the Lit Verified test. No, not at all. Every Lit Verified product is carefully researched. Every CEO has been met with. Every ingredient carefully looked into the process production of all of it. I have seen the impact these vendors are making. Their vision and ethics are aligned with our tribe, with people who are consciously supporting community and want to make a difference in our world and make it a better place for us. Lit Verified products are ethically sourced and meet the highest industry standards. When purchasing Lit Verified products, we give back by creating sustainability and by leading the world to make better choices. You can be confident that you're buying into a company that supports a vision for change, not just a company that wants to line their pockets with money. We live in a time where we are oversaturated by commercials, TV, and social media, where far too many celebrities and influencers are endorsing things they know nothing about and things they might be doing damage to people, to the earth, and to animals. With Lit Verified, we've taken that doubt out of the equation. You're not only getting the best, but you're also doing the best. Pick up your awesome Lit Verified items at shamandurek.com and click on the link that takes you to Lit Verified. Love well, tribe. Hello, tribe. This is Shaman Durek, and I am super excited and just feel so good about you and life and just being here to share with you messages that are really dear and near to my heart you know we're 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 at a a very beautiful point this very beautiful precipice that we're on you know we're we're shifting through energies very quickly now and the plateau um of where we are going even though it's not a final destination, it is a transition into a new understanding of ourselves. And so everything right now that's showing up, of course, is showing up for the reasons to help us to be able to move out of the different prospects of energy and information that we've been receiving um, that have been not the highest level of attunement to who we are at the highest level of our beings. And it doesn't mean we're going to reach the highest level of our being like tomorrow morning, like you're going to wake up and be like, yeah, I'm the highest level of my being, right? Because that's an eternal journey. That's a journey of love that's eternal. It's consistently eternal. It's not some finish line, some kind of like, you know, uh, race that we have to get to, but it's the understanding of how in which we perceive information and how that information is coming in. So I'm just really happy that to have you here today on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast so that we can talk about these beautiful energies that are showing up right now. Um, one of the energies that are really showing up right now is really getting people to really make space for themselves devotionally, how they are able to really connect into that devotional awareness even if it's devotion with nature or devotion in and being in your relationship or devotion with your friends or family or just devotion to your health and wellness and the way you eat and the way you speak to yourself and the way that you conduct energy to yourself and from yourself is this beautiful 
presence, this beautiful energy that I love because it has so much deep resonance in it and the reverence that comes from it, from yourself and how it shows up in the world in community is, is really beautiful and spectacular to see when people are honing that energy, right? But there's a lot of distractions and these distractions are coming in from the ideas of what other people think we should be or how we think we should be to meet other people's expectations or ideas of what they want to see in us and what they what they perceive in us. You know, I had this conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about shamanism, for instance, right? And like how a lot of people have this, you know, these very interesting constructs that, you know, make people think that in order to be a shaman, you have to be born in a tribe in an indigenous culture in order to be perceived and understood as a shaman instead of realizing that it's not the tribe that is choosing the shaman it's the spirits right the spirits the ancestors the the elemental spirits the beings that are here to bring forth the messages through that shaman right but you don't necessarily need to call yourself a shaman to realize the potential of energy that moves through you and how to bring that energy for yourself but as well as to share that love with everyone around you i think if we look at it from the perspective of acknowledging the the awareness of sharing right the awareness of sharing and the awareness of being open to that sharing is not just about what people will think and how they perceive us and what roles they want us to play but it's really about how we're choosing to be a vessel for the love that's that's already there that wants to be literally distributed through our being, through our personality, through our everything that we are, right, individually, and then really being, um, you know, brought forth collectively so that other people can then take that information in and then decide how they're going to, to you know, to use that in their lives and, and to build this beautiful um, awareness of their power and their capability to create change, not by force, not by the idea that oh, I have to force change and I have to force everyone to change. And I have to force everyone to stop eating certain foods and I have to force everyone to, to wake up, but it's not done through force. There's no force involved in spirit. And then people get so, so righteous and so upset about things when they see things that are different from their idea of what spirituality means for them or what they believe it should be. And I think a lot of these energies of devotion is really helping you step into a place where you're not creating force on yourself spiritually to be spiritual or to be, you know, whatever it is that you feel you need to be. There's no force in change. There's no force in 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 understanding evolution. There's no force in putting yourself into a space of hammering yourself and beating up on yourself in order to get yourself to to see the beauty and the likeness of the divine of creation that you are in this embodiment as you as me as the world right and the moment we start forcing ourselves into things and really pushing ourselves and hammering ourselves we have to ask ourselves, are we doing this to meet the ideas and the, the views of other people? Or are we doing this because this brings us joy and we really find true foundation, true grounding, true um, uh, settle, true settlement in, 
in what we're doing. Like we really feel that that space belongs to us, not because someone says you have to do this in order to be loved or this means that you're spiritual or this means that you're aware or this means that you're woke or whatever the, the, the term is. But the quality of being in that space and honoring that space as yours, not because you're doing a show or not because you're doing some kind of like show and dance and trying to convince people that you're something, but that you actually do it because it really feels good. I, I When people force themselves into things, force themselves to show up to yoga class, force themselves to go into chanting and, and namihore and gekyo, forcing themselves to pray or to eat healthy and all that, that's fake. That's, you know what I call fake? I call it, I call it faff, right? Faff is fake as fuck. It means that it's not operating on the unlimited potential that you are from the core source place of love, excitement, enhancement, um, joy, freedom, play, elation, bliss. It's just not. And then what happens is it falls flat. Because then it becomes a chore, it becomes a work, you know, I see people talking about, you know, I got to do shadow work, I have to, I have to meditate, like it's some task, I have to, you know, I have to do these things. You don't have to do anything, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to do it. Because if you feel like you have to force yourself to do it, then it's not authentic. It's not, it's not coming from the true devotion. It's not coming from that place. Like if you don't feel the need to go buy your lover flowers, but you're doing it because you think that's what shows them love, but you don't feel the need to do that because that makes you happy to do that. That's not real. And what we have to do as a society of people, individually and collectively, is hold up that space for ourselves that truly belongs to us, not the fake space that we've created that belongs to someone else because we don't really belong there because that's not coming from our, our core understanding of just being really settled and really clear that you're not doing it for any other reason than it makes you happy. You know, a lot of times I hear people talk about my purpose, my purpose, my purpose, my purpose. And sometimes I just want to go like, your purpose, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? My purpose, my purpose. I hear it all the time. Purpose, 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 purpose. As if there's some golden scroll, some kind of, I don't know, some kind of information or something that's going to be delivered to you that tells you why you're here and what you're here to do. And that's so matrixy. That's so flimsy, flimsy. Floopity, floopity, floppity, flum, flum. That's not really real. The idea that you are creating this purpose, because the only purpose you actually really have is the purpose to, to, to choose to be happy. You know, I'm not on this planet to save this world. I'm not on this planet to, to, to save anything, to be honest, because I can't save anything or change anything. I can only change myself and I can only bring awareness to myself. And if I share that with people and they take it and they use it, then I'm excited and happy. And if they don't, that's their choice. But really my purpose is in life, my true purpose is to be happy and share that happiness. Now, if that happiness is shared by being a shaman, then great. If that happiness is shared by painting, then great. If that happiness is shared by cleaning a toilet, then great. 
whatever it is that makes you happy. You know, there's are people who love cleaning. They love to clean and that makes them happy. And then that's great. But if your happiness is only to fulfill something that's fleeting or something that's not even real because it actually belongs to someone else's idea of you, someone else's dream of you, someone else's vision of you, but you haven't really checked in to see if that's really sitting with you in a devotional space, then that creates disruption and that creates chaos and that creates the ego self that wants to make everything you say become real to you in this here reality that you're creating in every moment. You're creating a reality based on your constructs and your ideas of what you think things are and how they should show up. But you're not really available to the true gift that is already yours waiting for you because you're still playing within these constructs of meeting these demands and ideas of other people's vision of you. However, not your idea of you, right? It's like a lot of times people, when I meet people, I see they hold back. They hold back their affection. They hold back their ability to be funny. They hold back their ability to be free. They hold back and hold back and hold back because they're afraid of what other people may think. They're afraid of being judged. They're afraid of being made fun of. They're afraid of their own judgment, their own being fearful of being made fun of by themselves, their own ideas of what they think of themselves. And they think it has to do with other people. Isn't that interesting? They think it has to do with other people, but it doesn't have to do with other people. It has to do with how they view themselves, how they talk to themselves, how they treat themselves. I feel fire coming. I feel a fire coming. I feel a fire. I feel a fire. I feel a fire coming. And the fire's getting hot. It's getting hot, it's getting hot, it's getting hot. I feel the fire, I feel the fire, I feel the fire coming. And I'm about to blow it up. I feel a fire coming, I feel a fire coming, I feel a fire coming. And it's getting hot, getting hot, I feel a fire coming, I feel a fire coming. And it's getting hot, cause I'm about to blow it up. So the essence of things gets misplaced, right? The essence of things gets misplaced because the essence in its totality of energy, which manifests things easily and effortlessly in your life, it brings in love, brings in money, brings in all of these different things, gets misplaced because you're misplaced with yourself. Because spirit doesn't want you to just rely on a paycheck. It doesn't want you to rely on the accolades of other people to decide if you're wonderful or amazing. Spirit wants you to live, to be happy and share your happiness in whatever it is that makes you happy. It doesn't want you running around beating up on yourself because you haven't found your purpose, your mission, your reason for being here. That's matrix. That's old program paradigm nonsense that has been juggled around in the spiritual world and brought forth by those who are infiltrating the spirit world to keep us in a box of limitation. 
that limitation doesn't allow you to perceive beyond the boundaries of possibility, the infinite source of creation that is asking you to define yourself outside of those lines, to ask you to see beyond the perspectives of other people's vision or ideas of you. I don't care if it's your mommy, your daddy, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your neighbor, or the mailman. Their vision of you, their idea of you does not matter. And if you're living for the, for the accountability to uphold their vision of you so that you can be liked in love, then you're full of poo-poo. You're full of shit. You're full of manure. You're full of a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of things that are limiting you and holding you back. You're constipated. You're sitting on a toilet and you can't get it out because you know why you can't get it out? Because you're constipated. You're filled with shit, a bunch of shit that doesn't even belong to you. Shit that you've been allowing yourself to accumulate because you haven't been honest with your truth. You're honest with yourself because you're still living in the eyes and structures of other people's constructs that they built for you that you want to fit in in order to get love. And guess what? You're not getting real love even when they tell you they love you because that love is falsified because that love isn't the real you, the real you that is free, the real you that is able to transcend all those limitations. That in that space is where you're getting the real love. You're not getting the real love because you're showing up for their constructs and their ideas of you. So what do you do? Well, first thing you do is you don't get mad at yourself. You don't beat up on yourself for not making those choices that you don't have it all figured out, you know? You know, it's 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 kind of annoying constantly watching people beat up on themselves for not having it all figured out, not nurturing themselves in the points where they don't know and the points where they make what they call mistakes or ideas of mistakes or whatever they feel that life is supposed to be in some ideal of perfection, which doesn't exist and never will exist. And if you believe it exists, you're delusional. Because the only thing that exists is you and your choices to choose to be happy. That happiness requires you to step beyond to travel beyond, to journey beyond the concepts and ideas and structures that people have of you and blow that shit up. And when I say blow it up, I'm talking like with as many sticks of dynamite or whatever it is you've got to blow that shit up with consciousness, love, and truth so that you're able to transcend and get on the freaking lit train, baby. And ride that thing all the way to all your glories and your victories and your joys and your passions and your relations and to the point where you have 20,000 orgasms and you don't even know what to do because the bliss that's coming in from source, from God, from creation, from, from, from whatever it is you believe creation is, takes over you on such a dynamic level that your being, your entire being, the entirety of who you are walks into a room and anyone who is not vibrating in their truth and still living in the, in the reflections of other people's ideas of them will 
have epiphanies, awakenings, transformations. Some people might even get angry, get mad, get frustrated with you, and that's okay. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You hear what I'm saying? That is okay. Because the aspect of humanity that is trying to create that idea of perfection brought out of a falsified atonement and and, and alignment with things that are not in alignment with that person because they're still trying to meet the opinions and ideas and views of everyone around them doesn't allow for this beautiful expansion of love's awareness, love's awareness to fully remake and to absorb within every molecule of your being and of your community and of nature and of everything around you because we're creating all of these energetic frequencies that are creating what are called distorted patterns of consciousness that aren't grounded in in the source in in the divine in the in the everlasting unconditional eternal presence of creation. And so when people say, I don't understand, I try to manifest, I try to change, I try to make money, I try to do this, I try to do that. You try and try and try, but you're not trying to really see what it is. You're trying, you're stuck in that, in that limbo of trying. That limbo sucks, by the way. Sucks, right? The trying limbo because you don't move from it until you actually see yourself. It's not what you see other people doing to you or how people are treating you and how people are acting around you. These people are playing along with the, how do we say, the uh, programs that you are writing into this um, biological, um, how do you say, uh, animation of life, right? Uh, this plug-in uh, that we plugged ourselves into that is actually biological and um, has elementals and life forms attached to it that you are writing code into daily that you don't even realize you're writing code because the person behind the screen, as we say, who's tinkering and pulling all the strings is the one writing that code to the universe. And the universe is just delivering to you what your code has asked it to deliver. And that code is bringing to you what you are asking it to deliver and you don't like it. And you don't like what it's delivering and you're complaining and you're like, well, it's not fair. How come this person has this and they, and they and have it so easy and how come I have to work so hard and how come this and how come that and why, why, why do I not have good parents and how come I don't have the right relationship and how come I, I'm struggling or this or whatever it may be. Trust me, I know because I've written those codes and I write them sometimes too. And then I go, oh shit, I wrote a code that is delivering shit to me that I don't want delivered. And trust me, this isn't this isn't um, the type of package that I want coming in the door, but I wrote the code. So I need to find out why I wrote the code. And, 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 and the number one reason why we write 
these falsified codes that don't support us in delivering what we truly desire on a core level is because we are not being fully connected in the energies that we're supposed to be connected into because we're trying to meet some expectation outside of ourselves that takes us away from ourselves. You understand? It's like, takes you away, takes you away, takes you away from yourself. When you ride a code to the source and it's all about other people, takes you away, takes you away, takes you away from yourself. Because the people in this world don't dictate to you how you can be and what you can do. The people of this world is living their own lives and you just got to be free in yourself. Free in yourself, I said. Free in yourself. Get free in yourself. So when you get free in yourself, it means that you have decided that you're not living for other people's ideas of you or what they think you should be or how they think it should look or how it, they think it should present itself and anything that they think you can or cannot do, all of that becomes null and void. All of that is gone. It's absent. It doesn't exist. It's no longer relatable. It doesn't connect anymore because it's not real. It's not real, right? It's not real. And then what we see is the deconstruction of disillusionment on our planet. And it's going to take some time because people are going to have to go through this a little bit over and over and over again until they become masters at it. But I know and I believe that it's possible because I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it in my visions. I've seen it in the visions where people on earth begin to deconstruct the disillusionment and really start living their truth as they are. The guy who is living his life, wanting to, um, you know, be more open to his femininity, but feels that he can't because his friends around him are super masculine and he feels that it makes him weak and he doesn't want to look weak to his father or his friends. So he keeps putting up this fake bravado, this fake energy. I mean, that's just one example out of millions of examples, wakes up to the possibility of him being himself and not caring about what his father and friends thinks and realizes that his friends and his father opinion has held him back from the things that he actually really loves because that feminine energy had a connection to him being um, an artist or, you know, doing something that he never thought he would do because he was limiting himself from seeing the potential of himself because he was only seeing the potential that he had through the constructs and through the ideas of other people's ideas of who he should be and how he should be and what they feel comfortable with. Well, fuck them. Anyone who tries to tell you to change yourself or be something different because it makes them uncomfortable, tell them to tell them. Shaman Derek says, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, truly. And yes, I, I am who I choose to be because I am who I am. That's who I choose to be. Right. And it doesn't matter what I say and how you people receive it, because I'm going to say it regardless. And so, yes, the shaman said, tell them to go fuck them themselves, you know, take themselves and go fuck themselves to an ocean, to a mountain somewhere, somewhere off far away from you. So you don't have to deal with their bullshit because that's exactly what it is. It's bullshit. It's someone trying to put you into a box or to organize you into what they can accept to love or care about or nurture or be profoundly truthful with. And let me tell you, those types of people 
are living in the fear of the freedom. Their fear of the freedom, fear of the freedom. So what they want to do is they want to control, manage you um, to the point of disregarding your limitless, beautiful, magnificent energy that wants to shine like the sun. And they want to dull you down to the place where they feel comfortable, that they can talk to you from, where they feel that they're not threatened, but nothing is ever really threatening them. They're threatening themselves. You're not doing anything other than just showing up, right? And so if that's a problem for people, then they can go fuck themselves in the ocean, in the lake, in the forest, somewhere in a cloud. I don't know, but somewhere they can go fuck themselves because the energy of spiritual consciousness does not go into a construct created by someone's idea of something and to meet that construct. Even God doesn't meet the construct of humanity and human beings have the nerve to put God into a construct or creation or our source or the goddess or however you want to interpret it. Jesus, Allah, it doesn't matter. Really, creation could really care how you choose to interpret it, you know? You can call it the goat as far as I'm concerned. The point I'm saying is, is that it doesn't hold in a construct that is built by your ideas of how it's supposed to act, how it's supposed to be, and what it's supposed to be because someone told you it's supposed to be that way or because you fabricated that for your own comfort and your own idea of what makes you feel loved. That's interesting, isn't it? Like, I don't live on planet Earth for people to qualify me as Shaman Durek as the way that they feel a shaman should be. I'm the shaman that I choose to be, and everyone else can kiss my booty boo-boo. Because there's no way I'm going to allow people to justify me as some storybook character that they've created based on things that they've heard, read, or saw in a movie. It's ridiculous. We have to transcend the disillusionment. And that starts with devotion. That starts with getting into a space of devotion. Really check yourself with love. Not beat up on yourself or hammer yourself, but check yourself with love. Ask yourself, am I living me? Am I living me to be happy and free or am I living others? Am I living other people's ideas, concepts, and realities that they create for me to be loved and cherished and seen and heard and valued? And if you find any place in your life where that exists, you have to let it go. You have to let it go because there are so many wonderful things that are already aligned with you, waiting for you to step into that space that already is yours. And it's asking for just a little bit of honesty from your soul, which is, can you love me without needing to see me through the eyes of other people or uh, the concepts of other people or the constructs of other people? Can you love and accept me the way exactly I've been chosen to be, where I choose to be, which makes me happy? Right. And when you get to that level of space and consciousness, 
that's the true health and wellness. That's the true spiritual awakening. That is the that is better than any form of plant medicine or any ritual you could ever do. It is the deepest, loving, most nurturing, well-given space that's always been yours waiting for you to show up and say, I'm going to live me and I'm going to live free. And that's it. And all the rest doesn't matter. So these are the words that I wanted to share with you today to really get your wheels turning, your heart burning, your passion and everything. Just get it juiced up and really think about devotion and what devotion really is for you and how that manifests in your life and how do you use your life to be devotional and to be truly present with yourself and not just with other people's ideas of you. Because you're a legendary lit leader of legacy and I know it and God knows it and the angels know it and the elemental spirits know it and the ancestors know it and all the beings out in the galaxy know it. Well, some of them, some of the ones who are you know at those higher levels, but they know it too. And the trees know it and the flowers know it and the sun and the moon and the ocean knows it. And the question is, do you know it? And I encourage you to know it. And I encourage you to explore it, to dance with it, to flirt with it, to, you know, have a party, a celebration with it, to write a song, write a poem, you know, paint a picture, just jive with it, get with it, you know, build, build a fort with it, get into a space with it that's yours. And then from there, the sky's the limit. Then you can just expand outward and, and be this, this limitless being of love and energy and power and strength and beautiful things. And everything will just keep falling in line easier and easier because the truth that is self-evident is living and breathing through you, by you, and what you're calling in is already yours at the highest level of love for you. So. That's it. Just wanted to share that with you. And I love you. And I love you so much. And even if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I love you. And I will always love you. And if you ever see me about, come and give me a hug. Send me a message on Instagram. You know, drop me a line. TikTok, you know, whatever, get involved in what the tribe is about, you know, download some stuff from the website, look into the SOs. So they're beautiful spiritual, um, you know, technology to upgrade your energy, you know, read my book, go and take out things because everything I do, I do from a place of joy and love to celebrate your freedom, to celebrate your liberation as the true understanding of your purpose. All right. How was that? A little juice up, a little juicy energy, a little juicy, juicy, juicy energy. I love you so much. <laughs> okay. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Tribe, I love you all so much. And if you want to stay connected, be sure to check me out on IG at Shaman Durek. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please visit shamandurek.com or contact 
info at shamanduric.com to learn more. And remember, tribe, no matter what, stay lit.